trying something a little bit new and different on the Miss Adventurous podcast. So stick with me because for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be talking refocusing. If you listen to me or you jump on my Instagram story, you'll know that I had a pretty terrible week last week. I detailed it in my podcast. So if you haven't already got onto that, feel free to go back to that and have a listen to it. It's called What the Five-Year Head Start Taught Justine. But it made me realize that not only was I being impatient, but a week on, I was unfocused. I'd lost sight of the goals that I'd set when I first arrived in New Zealand. So I'm going to be sharing with you over the next few weeks about how I am refocusing. One week on, I want to talk about myself. Okay, more of the self. Welcome to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge, a colour lover who's filling out the grey area that we call life to help you live a more colourful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be adventurous too. One of the big things that happens when you lose sight of your goals, you lose focus of what it is that you're working towards. It's because you're getting too far ahead of yourself. That's exactly what happened to me. And that's why I needed to take a step back, refocus, talk to other people and take on their advice, but also listen to myself because I'm the only one that's going to make a change in my life. And I know that once I make a decision to do something, I will do it. Someone can tell me, they can give me as much advice, but I'm a quite a headstrong person. So if someone tells me to do something, I'll be like, yeah, cool. Thanks. I'm not going to listen to you. But then life will teach me a lesson where I then have to go and do that thing that someone else has you know, told me to do. I'll be like, oh, right. That's what they were talking about. Maybe I should have done that. But if you're anything like me and you have those moments, well, I have a tool for you that's probably going to sound a bit weird at first, but honestly, it's helped me so much. And that is listening to yourself. Such a powerful tool for self-awareness. And I started doing this back in 2015. I wish I'd started earlier. Holy shit. It has really helped me, one, become an incredible broadcaster. Okay, that's my words. Like it's helped me become a broadcaster because listening to the way that I sound and being able to critique myself and to be able to understand like the inflections and the nuances and the vocal crutches and the words that I tend to stick on and go, oh, okay, I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to actively do that. It's one of those things that when I pull myself up on something, I notice myself doing it more and I can stop it and I can change it. And that's not the only thing about listening to yourself because that's kind of what's going on vocally. But then there's listening to your body, you know, when it's full, cold, tired, or when it needs something. I don't know if you've gone through this, but for me, especially when I've been drinking, I find it really hard to listen to my stomach when it tells me that I'm full. Does anyone else get that? Like it's sort of like a a mental disconnect from my belly. You know, we can tell when things are hot or when it's cold, you want to put a jacket on. That's an instant message that your body is giving you. And it's pretty important to listen to yourself. Otherwise you get things like the flu and possibly get pneumonia and have to go to hospital and things like that. So listening to your body's cues can be super immediate, but they can also be super subtle like noticing when you're full. 
or I'm pretty bad at going to the toilet, I always forget to pee. If I'm too busy, say editing or, you know, I'm on a train in my mind, I can like flick that switch off and be like, okay, right. Don't need to pee right now. I've got too many other things to do. And then before I know it, like four hours has gone past and I haven't peed yet. So that's really bad. And I would suggest against that. So really, when you listen to yourself, your body tells you what it needs. And the more you listen to it, the more your body can get to its own equilibrium, like telling you when you're full so you don't overeat. That is the beauty of listening to yourself. But there is one more powerful, so incredibly powerful thing that I just am so glad that I did it. And that is being able to tap into your mind. There are two ways that I found that you can listen to what's going on. And that is sort of like leaving yourself a voicemail message, pulling out the voice recorder on your phone, you know, saying, hey, don't forget to do this, or here is this idea. There's also voice journaling. I like both, and I reckon they both do two different things. So I've started recording both messages because they serve two different purposes in my life. And the first time I left myself a voice note, I was shitting myself on the radio and I just got my gig in Darwin and I needed some positive reinforcement, but I didn't have anyone to call up because it was like 6.45 on a Saturday morning and who's awake at 6.45 on a Saturday morning? Keeping in mind that I just moved to Darwin and like pretty much only knew my dad who was clearly asleep when I left the house. So I didn't really have anyone to go, oh, hang on, you're fine, you got this. And I was telling myself, but it kind of didn't really sink in. You know, when you think things, but it doesn't really sink in. Tell you what, getting the voice note out, leaving myself a cheeky voice message and actually listening to it. I ended up listening to it before my show. It was like part of my warming up ritual before I went on air on Saturdays at Hot 100 in Darwin. It really pumped me up. It made me feel good. And it kind of was just my own little self-confidence, my own little like self booster that I had done myself. You know, it's whatever you need to do to get you through the day and to make you feel good. And this made me feel good. And all it was doing was listening to a voice memo that I'd recorded a month ago. It's crazy. Here is one that I recorded last week when I was having a bad day purely for that purpose of needing it. So I can draw back on this voice note when shit things happen. Tiffany, you are doing so fucking great. You are doing way better than you think you are. And if you want a plain example of how great you're doing right now, you are living and breathing. Do a quick life win list. Number one, you have a roof over your head. Number two, you have amazing friends and family and great relationships with those people who are your support network. Number three, I'm pretty sure you just ate. You can afford to eat food, put food on the table. Life ain't as bad as you think it is. There are always going to be people worse off than you. There are always going to be people better off than you. And on days like today, when you're feeling not so good, maybe it's your impatience. Maybe you're getting too far ahead of yourself that you're forgetting to appreciate where you are right now because where you are sitting, standing, leaning, lying right now, you wished you were six months ago, a year ago, five years ago. You have gotten to an amazing place of great achievement just by being where you are today. So take note of that. 
Write down the wins of your life and then do one little thing. Refer back to your joy list. Do one little thing that makes you feel happy, that brings you just a slice of joy and puts you back in this moment. Hell, chuck on September, earth, wind and fire if you can't think of anything and take a five minute dance party to yourself. You know what's going to make you feel good. So just fucking do it, girl. You got this. I also use voice messaging as a form of reminding and a way to kind of, again, tap into what's going on in my mind, but also as a way to manifest. So I listen to this voice note every day and I sit with it. And while I'm speaking, even though I know what I'm saying, I try and feel the words about what I'm saying. And I think there's a real connection because I've said those words, I'm hearing myself say it and I'm feeling it. It's kind of like triple I'm tripling down. I'm in the third dimension. I'm doing, you know, I'm in the third person, but I'm still feeling it. And I'm, I'm kind of sitting with myself and manifesting it in the moment. I am committed to maintaining unwavering faith that I will get myself back into a healthy lifestyle filled with self-love, nourishment with healthy and wholesome fuel and regular movement and exercise. I will continue putting forth consistent action every day, no matter what, there is no other option. I'm doing this because this is my self-love practice. I love my body and I love it the most when I'm working on it. And this healthy lifestyle as my self-love practice is going to keep me striving to be the best person I can. This love from within will help me show love, compassion and connect, which is what I came to New Zealand to do. My residence here in New Zealand has gorgeous sunlight and greenery scattered throughout it. It will be a three bedroom place. It'll have a gorgeous front room. Then across the hall, there will be a spare room ready for action. It will start off as someone's bedroom, but it will become the workroom, the podcast room, the studio, whatever it needs to be. And I will fill my life and my house and my residence with love, joy, connection, compassion, learning, and everyone who comes in will feel that great energy. That is my goal in New Zealand. And that is what is going to happen because I am vibrant, daring, courageous, and connected. I'm a thought leader in figuring your own shit out. And I am sharing knowledge, ideas, passions, and joy, love. And I have a space that is filled with positivity, connection, nourishment, growth, sharing, laughter, health, and so much more. I have a community of like-minded individuals in New Zealand, and I am a presenter across different media, radio, digital, TV, and in person. I'm a listener who asks the right questions, and I am loved and fulfilled by someone who lights me up as much as I light them up. And we are building a life together that lights us both up. Then you've got voice journaling and that's more reflective, right? And I do this when I feel like I've had a big day and I want to share it, but I don't have anyone to tell or I need to get something out. 
prime example is The Leap. If you go back and listen to that episode, there's a voice journal in that. And that's been really handy for me because that was me essentially word vomiting what was in my head and kind of not being able to process it. But by the process of me talking it out has been a form of processing it. And then going back and listening to it, it's like I'm processing and reprocessing again. And again, this is all just me. So I went to my first ever MediaWorks event tonight. All this week, it's my first week of work, I have been just stopping into the station, recording, like doing a a dummy shift, a dummy on-air shift that a couple of the bosses would then listen to and then give me feedback on. And then I'd come in the next day, take on their feedback and record another show. And that happened two or three days in a row. And I've learned a lot of really good stuff. And it's putting me in a really good headspace. I'm feeling really, really good about starting my shift soon on the edge. But today was the day that the radio survey results in New Zealand came out. And with MediaWorks being quite a large company, they had a party. And apparently they have these parties like once every three months when the survey comes out, which is kind of awesome, kind of great, kind of not great, I guess, if you have to work the next day, but I didn't. And that sort of like came out yesterday when I was having a chat with my boss, Marty, and he said, oh, well, why don't you go? Like not a lot of the edge guys will be able to go because we're all going to be on deck or on deck on deck for the John O'Ben and Sharon world record that they're trying to attempt. They're trying to break the amount of radio interviews had within a 24-hour period, which reminds me, I should go and look up uh, where they are about it right now, who they're speaking to. Anyway, so Marty mentioned to me just saying, you know, if you want to go, I can get your wristband, just come in tomorrow, see what it's all about. I thought, yeah, cool, why not, you know, go experience something new, actually sort of integrate myself as a part of this place. So I rocked up today, got my wristband, saw what they were doing with a big station promo, it looked really cool, and then I went to the party. I didn't know a single person there. I was the first person there, so I rock up, take a drink. It was at this place called The Long Room, which was actually really trendy and really cool just on Ponsonby Road, which is sort of like the really hipster part of Auckland. And it was really nice because, yeah, free drinks and food sounds great. But I get in there and I'm sitting there just like, okay, I'll give myself another 10 minutes of like alone me time and then I'm, I'm doing it. I'm putting myself out there. I'm asking lots of questions and I'm going to go meet some new people. Do what I absolutely love and that is making connection and start meeting people within my industry, within my friggin' company that I now work for. So yeah, like as more people started to trickle in from the three different offices, that's how big this network is on the same road, right? So they all come in and I started talking to a lovely group of people who work in a different office to me, met Amy, who is in programming. And for those of you radio jocks listening, programming to MediaWorks is music directoring, scheduling the music. So I think Amy and I had a good chat about the music programming on, I believe it was More FM. I'm actually trying to get better at remembering names. So I'm setting an appointment and actually like setting a a reminder in my mind as to who they are and a little bit of a backstory so that when I go and see them again, I'll have something to talk to them about. So yeah, there's Amy. 
and I met another guy from, yeah, not doing so well now with these names, another guy from the rock station and another girl and a guy who was lovely, but from one of the girls was from Bermuda who was in promotions, which was awesome. We had a really cool chat too. And then I moved on to the guys in finance and I met the lovely Ange who had never had an Arancini ball before, I think, and loved it. And then met, I think it was Sue who does payroll and she's a very important person to know. So I'll get in touch with Sue once I filled in my paperwork and returned it all to her. And then I went and met the integration team. Now, coming from a regional radio background, I had no idea what an integration team was. I was like, what is integration? And they are, get this right, they are the people who sit in between sales and jocks, right, and promotions. So they make the sales guys work with promotions with the on-air staff. Like in a way that uh, the sales guys will sell a prop or they'll sell something and they'll have a client that has this much of a budget. Then they'll go to promotions and be like, hey, you know, we've got this much of a budget. They will tell the integration team. The integration team will come up with a really cool idea, give it to promotions. They will then make it radiofied, you know, get something to give away. And then they will give it to the on-air team to execute. It's like, oh my gosh, they've put another person in the mix. So in regional radio, it goes sales, promotions, on air. Sometimes it just goes sales on air. So by adding that third person, it's like quality controlling, making sure that what is coming from sales is actually the right product that is being put out on air. It blew my mind when the lovely Amber communicated that to me. And uh, the coolest thing is like all these integration girls, it was a lovely, well-dressed group of girls sitting at a table. They do squat o'clock or something like that at three o'clock every day and they work in the same office as the edge so i am going to go i've made a point with them i'm going to go and do squat o'clock with them at three o'clock one day because i usually make an appointment to go and jump in the studio and they only squat for like three minutes so fudge it i'm gonna go in squat for three minutes be three minutes late but then actually build a really cool relationship with the integration team and just to see what they're all about like It sounds really cool and I absolutely love it. And they're like, yeah, just come and do it with us. Like, it's kind of awesome. So weaseling my way into the framework a little bit, well, trying to at least. So there's Amber and the integration team. And then I met the lovely Mel. And I feel really, really great about the connection that I made with Mel. We had a full on chat. She works in digital. She works at More FM, which is um, at a different office to The Edge. But she gave me pretty much the lowdown on The Edge. She's been there for six years. She's a lovely, super awesome chick telling me about who these names were. So during the party, there was a big speech and there always usually is, you know, thanked people for coming, talked about the radio results. And then talked about this one guy who had been at the station or at MediaWorks for 25 years, who had moved around and who's pretty high on the food chain. But a lot of people knew who he was, especially a lot of the announcers. He got a fair few shout outs and a lot of laughs from a lot of the on-air team today. It was actually really cool to listen to what he had to say about 
working in radio and being a part of this very, very well-oiled machine that is the MediaWorks radio company. And it made me feel so right. You know, like I was exactly where I was meant to be in a sense that like I wanted to be more in this room. And I reckon like this time next year, I'll feel differently about it, but I feel like I want that connection. Hopefully this time next year I will feel connected, but it was energizing and invigorating to know that like this is the station, this is the place that I have just joined. You know, I want to do everything that I can to become a part of the framework there because it seems like my lack of direction when it comes to radio has just dissipated because it seems like such an awesome place to be and it seems like it is my place to be. So the lovely Mel filled me in on the whole station or the whole company, told me who that guy was, gave me a little bit of backstory, told me about who the CEO was, told me about all the different stations, told me so much. And then, you know, she told me about her life and she's got a husband and she's really cool. Then she invited me one day for a tour of More FM because there is an insane view. You know, I'm going to hit her up. I met a whole bunch of other people, but those four people were, first of all, people whose names I remember, but also... I've got some actionable steps now. You know, I've got reasons to be in the building and to just be around. And I think I wouldn't have done this at parties before. So it really is a testament of how far I've come because girl loves a free drink and a chat wherever I can get it. But I think going about it in this way is setting me up for success. I don't know what's to come of it, but I think it's really, really cool that I'm I'm sitting back and reflecting on it and I've got a bit of an action plan for next week. It's like the universe is bringing me more reasons to integrate myself into this place and I'm just going to take them. That is a voice note that I left myself a couple weeks ago. It was one of my first weeks in Auckland and I was really loving life. And it was actually a really nice thing to go back and listen to, to remember that life is still good, especially when I needed to refocus and I was feeling really terrible. It's like, no, no, I've actually had some really good times. Not only that, it set me a few pointers. Like it gave me a reminder like, hmm, I've got to go and do squat o'clock with those girls and hmm, I've got to go and have that tour of More FM with Mel. So it's been really cool to be able to reflect on my day or my life and it brings me back to the state of mind that I was in when I recorded that. And I think that's really powerful as well because I can go, oh, hang on, yes, this was a really good time and yes, I am enjoying myself, pulling myself out of the terrible thought spiral that I'm currently in if I am currently unfocused. But it also just helps me make sense of what's been going on. And both are really handy when you're trying to refocus your energy. Because if you are feeling down and you leave yourself a voice journal and you just talk it all out, nine times out of 10, you're going to feel better. It's the same feeling of when you talk to a friend and you just want them to listen. You know, you don't want them to say anything terrible or to not give you any sympathy. You just want them to be like, yes, I hear you. I understand you. But by doing this yourself, okay, you you still obviously need to talk to your friends and connect with people because nothing's ever going to take away that human connection. But there's no harm in human connecting yourself. So when you are leaving yourself voice journals, you're going to feel better. Wake up the next day and go, wow, I was having a really shit time, but I managed to capture that. And you can figure out what to do with that once you've recorded it. And in the same sense that you leave yourself a voice note, it helps me get back on track. You know, that bad day clip, 
I know that in future, when I'm having a shitty day, I can go back and listen to that voice note and feel a lot better. Because step one in the process of refocusing is physically checking in with you, making sure that you're okay, taking yourself out of the terrible thought spiral that you're currently in, whether it's driving two hours away from the city to go and look at speakers when you don't even have an event, let alone the ability to put on an event. So you don't even need speakers or, you know, going to the shops and buying a shitload of chocolate and candy and ice cream when you're currently on a diet you know it's one of those things that if you can actually legit check yourself and that is listen to yourself leave yourself a voice memo then you're already on your journey of refocusing your energy and being able to get on to step two which is getting clear on your goals and that i will be talking about in next week's episode so stick around for that one Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it.